right, welcome to the Bros on Beers podcast, episode number three. I'm Flex Ruffus, and I'm here with Pearl and the Professor. Good evening there, Flex. How's hey, it going, Professor? Flex. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Very well, very well. Happy Thursday to y'all. Yeah, having a good day. Excellent. I like the New Orleans accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah, that was. Tomorrow, uh... My workday consists of an online, a virtual meet. So uh, technically, for me, that's a that's a free day. It's an off day. So uh, enjoying the beverages tonight, which actually is the way I want to start off with tonight. Uh, happened to hit up uh, Tom's River Brewery Brewing this week. I was there a few nights ago. That was uh, the beer I mentioned from last week, and a coworker actually mentioned a beer that they sold, which is called Mulligan's Delight. It's it I think it was a Valentine's Day beer because it actually tastes like chocolate-covered strawberries. Um, very, very wow. good beer. I just wanted to uh, re-recommend them. I went there, and uh, as I was leaving, the bartender was like, are you uh, blah, 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 that uh, person that used to work at a certain place? And I was like, yes, I am. And it turned out being a uh, old student uh, from about 11 years ago, so she's now working there. So. It was nice to to catch up and uh, take away a crowler of the Mulligan delight. So oh, just that, was, that was back Tom from your days as a male escort. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She was uh, one of my uh, clients, and uh, it's good to see her in such a long time. So blah blah blah. So, the very common escort name. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate strawberry, actually dark chocolate strawberry, because it did taste them. So what uh, kind of beer is that? um it's a stout so oh, nice. pretty good pretty good Yummy. yeah yeah i cracked it yesterday it came it comes in a the prowlers i don't know if all prowlers are that way but it's a can um so once you open it you pretty much got to finish it unless it's going to air out and so i had about half of it yesterday and I had to dump the rest <laughs> because uh, it was, you know a little strong i'm not a usual stout person but oh that's that's i know you like <laughs> Yeah, I'm the IPA guy. I was looking up the IPAs today. There's just so much to learn. I, I went onto a website and was just learning about New England IPAs, uh, Eastern IPAs, Western IPAs, uh, British IPAs. Um, there's just so many, and uh, it's interesting to to look at, you know, and also to see how my tastes have actually varied, you know, among the years. It, it was New England. I was a big New England IPA fan, uh, but you know, recently it's, you know, that's more of a sweet kind of taste. It's, you know, been more coming to the Western kind of, I think they're British or something, but uh, just very, very good. Um, so actually tonight, because I'm sure we're all interested in uh, sipping our actual beverages. Let me put my cigar down. I actually have a, uh, as I shoot this all over my uh, camera here. <laughs> <laughs> a beer that I know uh, Flex is uh, a fan of the the jug handle. So oh, yeah, uh, out of Tinton Falls, um, this one is uh, Pitch Drop. Uh, yeah, it's a New England IPA, double dry hopped, um, pretty tasty. Again, traditional New England, you know, a little foggy, fruity, very very tasty beer. So I'm glad that I just got to finally crack that tonight right now. So how about yourselves out there? Cool. What do you guys do? Uh, just real quick, have you been to the tap room there at Jug Handle? I have not. No, no. Where is that located? 
Is that so they have, right they have a location in Ocean that um, was in, is in a strip mall. Uh, it's kind of small. It's like where they started out. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but then they also just that. opened a new location in Tinton Falls, which is a bigger, uh, a bigger location. And they have these, um, they have these big garage doors that they can open up and let it like air out in there and you know, make it all open air. So it's kind of, it's really wow. nice. Yeah, that's what I was surprised because Jug Handle is pretty well established now. They're, it says they've only been around since 2016, and they're right now. It says they're in 400 bars, restaurants, uh, stores, you know, around the state. So you know they've come quite far uh, just to be open for now what four or five years, especially during a pandemic. So you know it's always one that when I'm at a restaurant and I see them on the menu, I'm you know quite happy to to uh, order there. So. Yeah, they're doing well. Yeah, yeah. So I have uh, I have a beer. This is one of my favorite beers from Evil Genius Beer Company. <laughs> which is out of uh, Philadelphia. Pop this open. And um, this this beer is a porter, and it's called Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <laughs> yes. And it's a uh, a chocolate peanut butter porter, and, and you really taste dishwasher in your beer name, right? <laughs> well, for the Simpsons fans out there, uh, I know I don't think it's where it originated, but it it was certainly became more popular that that phrase, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Uh, it was from an episode where um, the uh, the teachers go on strike, and Bart's trying to to make sure that the strike lasts longer. So he goes to a crowd of the teachers that are um, picketing outside of the school, and he um, he he tells them something about like the the principal says that they're going to crack soon or something, and it kind of goes through the the chain of teachers, um, kind of like telephone. And when it gets to the end, uh, the person that says you know the, the thing at the at the end of the the chain um, says exactly what Bart said, but then they say "purple monkey dishwasher." Now for Operation Strike, make go longer. You know, I heard Skinner say the teachers will crack any minute. Skinner said the teachers will crack any minute. Purple monkey dishwasher. Well, we'll show him, especially for that purple monkey dishwasher remark. So. <laughs> Wow, it's kind of a, a funny, uh, you know. That that's good stuff. I, I I like that one a lot. Yeah. So this one, it's a, um, it's a six point seven percent, and yeah, I think it's I think it's only a limited release. But this uh, beer company, Evil Genius, out of Philadelphia, uh, they say they have very serious, uh, very silly names for very serious beers, um, and. <laughs> When you go through their beer list, it is kind of funny. Uh, there's, well, there's one, you know, they're from Philadelphia. So there's one, the gang breaks the stock parket, which I don't really get the stock parket um, part, but, you know, obviously that's from, uh, it's always, always sunny in sunny. Philadelphia. Um, they have one, Stacy's mom, which is <laughs> uh, from the Fountains of Wayne song. Um, Santa, I know him from Elf. Uh, You're killing me, Smalls, which I think was from Sandlot. Wait, Sandlot. Yeah, that was it. So you're killing me, Smalls is the type 
of the beer from Evil Genius? Um, it's the name of the beer. So that, Killing Me Smalls is a, a raspberry shandy. Yeah, I think I've I've seen that down here. They sold that, but I thought that was like the name of the the company. I didn't know that was the actual beer. Okay. Nope, the company is called Evil Genius. Evil Genius. Yeah, yeah. Last one you said last week, uh, Flex. It was uh, Founders. Was it Founders? Was it founders? founders? No, that last week was Long Trail. Found, founders was the first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was just. I'm sorry, I interrupted, but. Uh, I had gotten years ago this uh, deck of cards. It's 52 cards, and on the on the front side of the card um, is a different small brewery. And my goal was to try to drink a beer from every one of these breweries, and I've never heard of any of them. But I just happened to click that Founders. Founders is actually the Jack of Hearts. So uh, if you happen to have any extras of that uh, beer, I would love to have one unopened. And then I can I can check it off my list here. Oh, cool! Yeah, I think I think I do. Um, yeah. Though, Actually, I, I, like you were saying that you don't you don't like stouts. Founders makes a breakfast stout that is really tasty. You, really, you know, it's, it's it's not like it, it's not a scurbic. It's not like it, 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 it's a mm-hmm. lighter sort of. I mean, it's still a stout, but it's 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 it has a good. You know, it's a breakfast stout. Yeah, <laughs> meant for the morning. Yeah, I think I had tried that from. Um, What's the one out of Lakewood? I, I slip in my mind right now. Uh, uh, the brewery out of Lakewood. Icarus. Um, Icarus. Icarus. Yeah, uh, I had that breakfast. It wasn't a stout, but it was just a fruity kind of thing, and that was way too sweet. It was like no. This is this is a, this is a genuine stout, but it's it's oh, okay. uh, it, it has a little bit lighter yeah, so, chocolatey flavor. So, Professor, we we actually I I I mentioned that. Um, when we, when we were in our first episode and that the, the picture on that, that bottle, if you recall, is like a, a boy eating breakfast and the beer was actually banned. I think it was in like Alabama or something um, because it showed a child, uh, a child you know, on, on an alcoholic up. beverage. <laughs> well, that's, that's why they banned Joe Camel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Advertising to children. All right, Professor. What are you, uh, what are you sipping on there? In our, this was sort of a, a last-minute call to arms to do the podcast. I don't have any beer in the house, uh, so I grabbed whatever alcohol was handy, and all the more a, reason. <laughs> I'm drinking the uh, Lagavulin 16. It is a single malt Scotch, and it is oh. from. Uh, Very nice. It's from. Like that sound. As the, uh, as. It's spelled, you know, Islay, but that's not how it's pronounced. It's pronounced Isla, the Isla region of, of Scotland. And this would be a whole seven-hour podcast to go through the, the, the all the different types of scotch and, and all this. And this is a beer podcast. But a single malt scotch from, I, from from this region tends to be a little bit more peaty. You know, if you, if you have that single malt scotch and it tastes like you're eating mulch, that's the sort of... <laughs> <laughs> and, and or or liquid smoke. That's the the real strong flavor that, that comes across in this one. And it, it, this one's really good. And, and the other uh, thing to note about it, it's from the southern coast of Isla. It's it is really good. It's 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 got that you know smoky peaty flavor. It's got a good color. Um, but of course, its claim to fame is that it, it is Ron Swanson's favorite Scotch. This is this is why I have this bottle because for Christmas. 
my wife got it for me because we, as as part of you know, we do a, a bit on this podcast, the stream of the week. As part of everyone's been streaming in quarantine, one of the things we streamed was the entire season of Parks and Rec, and it, awesome. <laughs> it was great. But Ron Swanson in that, you know, in that he just makes a big deal about this scotch, the Lagavulin, the Lagavulin, the Lagavulin. So I had to I had to get it just to try it, and it's it's worth it. Ron's right. <laughs> Very good, very good. Yeah, that's what I need. I need somebody that knows their whiskeys and whatnot for me to actually try one because I go buy one at the store and, you know, I don't know anything about it. I don't know what I'm buying. So, uh, you know, next time I'm up in your uh, territory, I'd love to try something like that. I mean, it's just like like you were saying before, like your your tastes evolved, right? Like you, when you started yeah. on, you were doing New England IPAs only and now you're more in the traditional IPA. It's, I think it's probably because your your tolerance for hops is starting to you know increase, right? Because the Guaranteed. what I like about the New England IPA is that it didn't have that aspirin taste as much as like a traditional IPA. <laughs> First, that bitter taste, but the the more you start to drink IPAs, the more you crave that bitter taste, right? That's the more that's what you're yeah. looking for. Right? It's the same well, sort of thing with scotch. Like with, with, with this, there's the, you know, the first time if I was to give this to you know my wife or you know an 18 year old. Which would be illegal, but if I was, they would, be, you know, <laughs> they would, they'd be like, "That is the most disgusting." Why would you possibly put that in your body? It, it's a sort of what yeah. do they call it? An acquired taste. You have to yeah, acquire it, which means you have to drink it a lot. <laughs> yeah, start. And, and I mean, that's, you, that's, that's true with cigars. That's true with a lot of things. You know, cigars, certain beers, and whatnot. Uh, foods, actually, too. You know. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah, doing it so, for the greater good, right? You're drinking more, so you acquire the taste, so you buy more of the, the product, and you're keeping those businesses going, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a large it's, box. It's a life. You don't want to waste it. Well, cheers, gents. Cheers. cheers to you as well. Well, I, this cigar that I'm smoking, actually, uh, as we kind of mentioned, is is the Avo. I had mentioned it last week. Um, last week, I had the La Flor Dominicana. This one is also similar. It's the same type of wrapper. Um, but it was funny, the first thing that I saw when I looked up some information on this Avo cigar uh, was a list of information with the, the the paper type, the filling, the whatnot. But it actually said a 60-minute smoke. So they actually do go by. And I believe last week I was just saying that because, yeah, you know, you do get that, that was the topic of conversation. Apparently that yeah. is how they characterize cigars. Yeah, you get a cigar, you, you know, smoke it. You don't want to throw out the rest. Cutting it sometimes has a harsh taste when you light it up again. So this one actually did say a 60-minute smoke. Um, this one was created by this um, musician. This guy, his name is actually Avo. I'm gonna screw his last name up. This might be my stutter of the week, but uh, Avo Yavizian. Um, he is a musician, um, but it, it, you know, it has a wonderful taste to it. Avos uh, have been for a while one of my favorite cigars. They're Pyramides. Um, is very tasty. Um, I wanted to share something that was wi was within the uh, website of Avo, and I'm going to try to read this in my deepest voice possible. Uh, oh, here we go. Shared experiences are at the heart of everything, Avo. From moments worth remembering to stories worth telling, and musical notes worth savoring, and Avo was there. That was their. That, uh, that's that the deepest you got. You can't go deeper what? than that. Hold on, I, I need a tissue. <laughs> well, I really require uh, some special vocal effects, but 
It is true. I mean, you, you really smoke cigars. You know, rarely do you sit and smoke a cigar by yourself. Uh, you do smoke them with, with people. So, uh, you know, good times are meant for a cigar and a good whiskey, a good scotch, a good beer. So uh, that's what we're for here. Yeah. I just think it's, it's, it's fascinating that they, they do characterize cigars by timing. It's just, it's good that... Uh, <laughs> And I think Dave characterizes marriages the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that that was almost as good of a speech as you did at your brother's second wedding for your best man. <laughs> yeah, that one was sprung upon me. I uh, was looking for a few more bros on beers before that speech. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> good times. That was some good food, though, at the wedding. Though I, That was one of my favorite cocktail hours I've had. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, why don't we jump into um, streams? Because I know I was very shocked earlier today when I heard that one of our bros has shocked, not the entire every season, every episode of a little known show. And what was that show there, Flex? That show was The Office, mm. and. Let me just be clear. I am a huge Office fan, and I, I used to watch it all the time. I think a lot of it has to do with what's going on in your life at the time. I mean, I think I had two small kids when that mm -hmm. when that show was really popular. Um, and I remember watching, I mean, watching it all the time. Up until around the time that Jim and Pam got married, maybe like, I think that was like season six, and maybe shortly after that. Um, mm -hmm. And so I made it a mission. I know it was on Netflix and I made it a mission to, uh, to just try to make sure that I, I binged, um, the entire, uh, the entire show, all the episodes before it was off of Netflix. And I failed in that mission. You lose. Good day, sir. Because it's no longer on Netflix. That's um, just cool. But I, uh, because I have Xfinity, uh, for internet, I get, Peacock for free, oh. so um, so I'm able to to watch it there. Um, so I've I've been trying to continue to to watch it, and I I think I kind of figured out around the time when I probably stopped watching it, and it wasn't necessarily when Michael left, though. I think the show definitely took a turn after that, but I I feel that the jump the shark um, uh, incident in that show was when there's an episode where um, Jim and Pam, I think it was like the christening of their their baby, and they have everybody to the church afterwards for food. I know it. And there's a scene where they accuse Angela of stealing the baby. And it's just, <laughs> it's just such a bad like it was just set up really poorly and it's just such a really poorly executed scene i don't know if it was intentional or what but i was just watching it and i was like oh my god that's the jump the shark moment of that show ready to make the jump um so i i feel like that's kind of when it goes it goes really starts going downhill um well, so i, I got I to where Sorry, aren't there rules for like jump the shark? Aren't there like certain like tropes that have to happen? Like you know, like a bait, a new child is introduced, or uh, you know, th th there's like there's. So you tell <laughs> us. 
I, I don't think anybody's going to dispute this. So say whatever you want. It, it, it refers back to Happy Days when the there was the, the scene in Happy Days where Fonzie jumps over a tank on a, <laughs> that had a shark in it. And people point to that as the downfall of happiness. Hence, he jumped the shark. And they usually say, like, so, uh, let's see, like, in, you know, different strokes when the kids get older. And so Mr. Drummond adopts a third one, right? Like, that's a jump the shark. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 the show is over, right? Like, this little little redhead that comes in at the end. <laughs> it's not, you know. Yeah. The- listen, and... <laughs> So, yeah, there wasn't much, again, my uh, knowledge of The Office. That episode was after that ended. It was quite funny because Michael uh, chose to join a crew of younger uh, people that were going down to Central America, I believe, to or South America yeah. to like build schools and things for children. And him and uh, Andy got on a bus. And shortly afterwards, <laughs> they realized that... It's going to take a lot longer and they're going to be, you know, away for too long. So they keep screaming, stop the bus, stop the bus. And they get all, they all get off. So, yeah, there wasn't a monumental episode there or event that kind of would have been a jump the shark type thing. But Michael leaving, sorry, Michael leaving, a character leaving is, is one of those tropes, right? Like, if, if you know, when yeah. somebody leaves or a new character is introduced late in the, in the, in the run. That's usually when they're trying to bleed more life. Oh, uh, yeah. But at, at the same time, I mean, jump the shark, as you described it, it was a, a specific moment in the show. It was something yeah. that happened in the show. Not, I mean, the Fonz didn't leave in that, in that scene. Right, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, just yeah, something yeah. that was so ridiculous. It was like, all right, this show is, it's just such a ridiculous <laughs> incident that happens that the show is just not the same. And that's what but I kind Angela of Angela would do that and, if you knew Angela. She would steal the baby. She tried, oh, she put if a you knew Angela out. like Pearl knows Angela. Yeah. <laughs> she put a little out on another guy because he was stealing her husband. And you know, she is that type of crazy cat lady kind of thing. So, you know, it is something that you would look to. Like if the baby was missing, that is one place that he would say, Is that where it went? But you know, they yeah. uh, I, I stand by it. I don't know. I, I feel that that was the moment for me. Hey, you should. Um, you should stand by it. It's your take. Stand but, by it. <laughs> but uh, but you know, continuing watching it when Michael leaves, like, okay, the episodes after that are actually kind of funny because they're trying to bring in, you know, and they bring in all these celebrities like um, Will Ferrell. You know, w- yeah, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, that was that was yeah. funny. That was a couple a couple episodes. Will Ferrell. Yeah. And then um, Ray Romano comes in for an interview, and um, uh, James Spader, obviously, yeah. and uh, who's the guy? Um, Ace Ventura. My name is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. He, he's yeah. he's not really like he doesn't do a full interview, but he he does a um, uh, he does he's got a little clip at the end. That he does enough, yeah. Yeah, which was pretty funny. Well, it was like the guy from the Finger Lakes. When Dwight becomes, and again, we're getting off topic here, but when Dwight becomes manager and he, he carries his uh, revolver around and he accidentally yeah. shoots it, it was just, and they bring in the uh, the girl from Misery, uh, uh, Kathy, Bates. Kathy Bates, you know, she is just a great actress and, you know, it's, it's it was cool seeing her. She adds a nice touch to it. I'll take good care of you. I'm your number one fan. But yeah, without yeah, Michael, but she's. I mean, that that's actually a while before Michael leaves. I mean, I think that was like the season true. before. Yeah, he didn't like yeah. some of his lines with her were quite hilarious. 
Yeah, that, that she was she was really good. But after that, I mean, so now I'm in season eight, and Andy's the manager, which yeah. just he just does not he just can't do as good of a job as Michael. And um, uh, you know, James Spader, like his character, it just it really seems kind of forced. It actually feels to me like he ha- when he did the interview scene, it was really good. Like it was funny the way he acted. And I, I think they they kind of thought that they could carry that on and he could keep acting that way and it would still be funny, but it just it doesn't really work for me. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite episode out of all of them was the dinner party when, uh, you know, Michael and his girlfriend, uh, Jan, they have everybody over. I'm sure you guys all know. And it's just the most awkward thing. They fight the whole time. So that's something worth watching. Um, jumping into my stream, um, it's another Netflix uh, episode uh it's called if i hadn't met you i don't know if you guys have you guys seen any of that if i hadn't met you it's actually overdubbed it's um guess it's from uh england but or it, i forget exactly where it's from but it's overdubbed in english stop what the hell are you talking about so it makes it well then where would it be from that's what I mean. anywhere but england <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna just curse. <laughs> English accent. <laughs> I told you I hit the point once. <laughs> well, then I, I challenge the uh, listener to uh, tell me where it's from. But anyway, so the 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 mouth moving does not match the actual speaking, so it kind of does change up the um I don't know how, how the movie feels. Like if you watch you know any movie and it has different actors acting as the voice. It does change up how the yeah, movie actually yeah. feels, but it is a, you know, a really good one. Um, starts off with, it's a guy, his wife, two children. Uh, the wife and the husband get along pretty well. She's kind of sarcastic, you know, almost to the point where it drives him kind of nuts, but it opens up, you know, very quickly where the wife wants to borrow the car in the morning because her car isn't running very well. So, you know, he's like, no, I have a, I have a meeting tomorrow. I can't let you borrow it. Uh, they go back and forth. They go back and forth. She sneaks the keys. She falls asleep with the keys in her hand. He takes the keys out of her hand when she's sleeping. And then this is where the story starts, which is quite sad. Um, she takes the car, which isn't running well with the kids, and the car breaks down and on the side of the road. And the car ends up getting hit, and all three of them die. So the story then changes where he's just distraught. He's blaming himself for the uh, death of obviously his wife and the kids. So he goes to jump in front of a train. Somebody pulls him back. It's this old lady. And it takes another kind of Stephen King type of twist where she has this bracelet that if you put on, you can go back in time and change history. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. So the, the, the whole series jumps off from there where all he wants to do is go back and try to change things. But every time he goes back, things end up going the same way, you know, and it's just him struggling with uh, the fact that his children and his his wife have died. So it's a great series. Um, I don't know how long it goes. I'm about, I think, five or six episodes in, but really, really well done. The only hard part watching is that translating the English to English. (laughs) <laughs> well maybe it's australian you got me yeah. i don't know why they did that way they look good. 
Knife. That's a knife. It could Gosh. be Scottish. Somebody, somebody, somebody from Glasgow probably needs some some yeah. subtitles underneath them. But I've, I've <laughs> definitely met Scottish people that I could not understand. <laughs> Much, uh, Mr. Speaker, I know from speaking to a number of parliamentary colleagues that there are still certain aspects of the estate, including the Northern Estate, that are not great for people with disabilities. Can I ask yeah, yeah, the honourable gentleman what work is being done to make sure that this place is more accessible, particularly for some of our colleagues who have a disability? Here, here. I'm sorry. It must be something to do with my antipodean background. Could you please repeat the question because I didn't follow it? <laughs> uh, professor. Uh, okay, well, I can. So, let's see. Streaming. Well, I've been thinking about different bunches of streamings, and I'm just going to, you know, ad lib off of what we've been talking about here. But like okay. the, 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 the dubbing and the, you know, different language one reminded me of Dark, which I streamed on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was awesome. It was, you know, so it's it's in German. The original language, the original uh, production was in German, so they dub English voices over it. But I totally got, I totally forgot that. Like three episodes in, you totally get immersed in it because the the plot is so intricate that you kind of have to just follow along. Like whatever. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, there's a there's a small town in Germany, and uh, children start disappearing, and then it turns into this time travel thing, and there's this you know time loop. That happens every 33 years. So, so the, the, the plot jumps wow. from 2020 to 1987 to 1954, back to 1987. And, and wow. so you see like, you know, oh, that's that's that person as a child in 54, as an adult in in 87, and then as an old man in 2020. And like, you, you, it just keeps going back and forth and back and forth. Wow. And, and, you know, it was pretty dark, pretty scary. It's pretty adult. There's a couple of, you know, sex scenes and stuff in there, but it's, it it was it was really good and it was one of those you know it's like one of those things you have to kind of watch really closely because you're like wait a minute what the hell just happened what, what is that that is this the, you know so you take you know it was it, it's kind of one of those ones that it's exhausting to watch it after after you're done you're just like, you know it's like this takes effort but but it was really rewarding and that like you know the the whole aesthetic of it and the and the you know it's it's set in in Germany, in the in in this like you know rural town, it's in the woods. It's raining all the time, and it, and it has this like you know really just dark vibe to it. Hence the name, I guess. But it, it, I would definitely recommend everybody watch that if if, if you're into like horror films and stuff like that and, and and scary suspenseful stuff. That's that's one to watch. Professor, have you finished it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it and got, how many got, episodes roughly that you remember? There was three seasons, right? So there. Oh, was, wow! Wow! Yeah, the first one was in 2017, 20. Yeah, there was three seasons. So it's wow. a fair amount of episodes. Um, okay, I do do believe I started that one, but I don't know if I, I got much through it. So I will definitely check it out. <laughs> you, season one and two were better. Season three, like at the very end, because it spirals and spirals and spirals, like it kind of gets away from itself at the end. At the end, I was just like, what the hell is going on? But but the leading up to it, the whole plot and the characters are all really good. So. And did it finish after uh, season three? Did it? Is it finished? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. As far as I know, I haven't. I should check and see if there's anything True. in the works. But I, I think, I think it's done. My main question. Yeah, is, yeah. Third it? and final season was released. Yeah. So <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> was it translated from English to English? <laughs> it was translated from English to German and then back to English. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know the first thing I'm looking up after we get off. 
live video. <laughs> um, okay. So I know our goal this week was to kind of uh, streamline this a little bit. Yeah, I think I think we did it. Yeah, <laughs> I think this was good. Covered a lot of covered a lot of bases here, but I know we're gonna look at it. Totally. It's gonna be an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just think it's like we could literally spend like you know we should we should we should pick special episodes and dedicate them to a topic because like we could spend the whole half hour hour talking about the office. Like, we should, yeah. we should spend. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a very special Roson beers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I get some special uh, extra bro guests on here. Uh, yeah, that, that 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 that's definitely yeah. You can bring right. the rotation in. I'll, I'll I'll hop out. You can bring somebody else in. <laughs> Should be interesting. All right, guys. Well, it's been a it's been a great time. Wonderful. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Pleasure pleasure as always. All right. Definitely hit up these breweries and these beers and these uh, scotch whiskeys here so uh distillery distillery head on out to, to scotland make sure you get out there plates are cheap <laughs> all right guys enjoy cheers. another good one cheers all right until the next time take care